0: Welcome back to Mingle with Mubes. Today I'm joined by Ed Settle. Ed is a quality assurance lead at Neri Bionica after formerly holding previous regulatory and quality roles. Ed is a University of Melbourne alumni having studied a master in biomedical engineering and has a strong passion for improving the lives of patients. He is an entertaining and warm-hearted character and to put it professionally, loves to discover new restaurants in his spare time. I'm very keen to have a long awaited to chat with him. Without further ado, let's mingle. <coughs> Time
1: with Corda, I yeah. That's, that's first met. I think so. Um, so we met through Mube's mentoring. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't quickly promote that. That's.
0: Yeah. I think the the sign up form is, is currently out. Um, so students had the chance to be a mentor or a mentee, and I was a mentor. And I was the perk of being a mentor is that you could get assigned to an industry mentor, and I was lucky enough to be assigned to Ed. Um, and yeah, I think cool. it's been a successful. Partnership since (laughs) then.
1: That's good. Yeah. Um recently really discovered like the power of having a mentor. Mm -hmm. Um like there's quite a few mentors in my life who have really got me to where I am today at Neo Barnica. Um there's they can just give you they can challenge you, which I think is the best part of it. They can give you advice on what to do. Or the somewhat the good mentors don't always give you advice but they help you they do give you advice. <laughs> <laughs> but they, like, um, let you... They guide you to choose your own decisions for themselves. Um, what do you mean by that? Well, I think... They, like... A good mentor wouldn't be someone who just says, do this, do this, mm-hmm. do this. They kind of navigate how you're feeling and let you get to where you want to be.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, they listen to your needs. They listen to your desires, your career goals, um, personal goals as well, if that's where you, what you want
0: mm-hmm. to be mentored in. Um, Did your mentors give you, like, ideas or guide you, like, down a certain path? I um, don't they think they,
1: they guided me down the path that I wanted mm-hmm. um, and they challenged me. So I think one of the best advice that I've gotten from a mentor is to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, um, which has been very... Like, it's, a, it's hard to put into practice to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but I think that's one of the best pieces of
0: advice that I've received. Have you gotten better at, at doing that over time? Ooh.
1: Um, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: obviously, I hope so.
1: Um, I think, yeah, definitely. I think that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah shows
0: yeah. you've grown it as a person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so, what do you? Because you obviously you're part of Mubes, mm-hmm. um, What do you hope that students get out of having a mentor?
0: That's a good question. Um, I get someone who's sort of been through it, done like the subjects. They know what it's like, the workload and things like that. So, mm. I guess navigating the journey a bit easier. Mm. Um, but also just, like, making a new friend, another connection, like, who knows where that person might end up yeah. down the line. Yeah, definitely. It can um, But, like, just a good opportunity to network and, like, maybe try and improve your communication skills with someone, meet someone new. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um,
1: I mean, that's a good point you bring up. I think having someone who's lived in the same experiences that you're going through is always beneficial. Mm. Um, I think, and being kind of like that one step ahead, I'm not sure about how many mentors there are. I don't know whether they're kind of, um, I don't know whether they're kind of like, you know, like me who are fresh out of university Mm -hmm. or if they're kind of more mature in their career. Um, Either mentors are great. I've got kind of both. Um, I do have both, not kind of. (laughs) Um, So... I think the ones that are f- like quite fresh out of university, they've just gone through that experience, and they can help you like get you like discover what is your passion, um, whether that is kind of research, if it's industry, whether you want to go down like a mechanical pathway, electrical pathway, quality pathway, um, any IT pathway. Um, there's it's a lot easier for that kind of fresh out of university, obviously you're not going to be following, like, the exact same steps as what your mentor has done, because that would be impossible, but also not (laughs) beneficial, I don't think. Um, But,
0: yeah. Yeah, right. It's pretty hard for two people to go down the exact path. Like, everyone's journey is pretty different. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. definitely. Um, What have you gotten out of, like, your mentoring?
1: Um, What have I got out of my
0: mentoring? Like I think being a mentor, and also
1: like a yeah mentor. I think being a mentor, it gives you an opportunity to reflect because obviously uh, mentees will ask questions that put you kind of on the spot and that you have to reflect, mm-hmm. and you have to kind of pause, think about it, um, and really reflect on what you've done and how your own experiences have um may like how your experiences can be like you it's not normal or you don't always stop and reflect on what you've done and how you did it and what you've learned from it and by having someone ask you a question about your own experiences it means that you've forced into it Mm -hmm. yeah so I think that's kind of um what I've got out of being a mentor being a mentee um I've a lot. I've gotten a lot. <laughs> gotten a lot. Um, it helped me choose the job that I'm in today. It helped me choose the company that I'm in today. Um, and I think it's really helped me find out what my strengths are and how best to play to them. I see. Yeah.
0: That's pretty dope. Wow.
1: <laughs> Can't wait to hear back and hear what I said. <laughs> well, let's
0: get into your work. Then when we first met, you were at Maxonic. Yes. Which is located Melbourne Connect next door. Um, What what was your role back then?
1: Um, So I was in quality and regulatory. Mm -hmm. So I started Maxonic back in 2021. So still in the pandemic Mm -hmm. um, as a capstone student. So I did my capstone um, with Melbourne University, obviously. And with Maxonic, I had a project to help redesign their temporal max mandibular joint. It's an absolute tongue
0: twister.
1: I think I said that right. It's been a <laughs> TMJ. TMJ. I've <laughs> been out of that job for one year. So I'm <laughs> I hope I'm saying that right. Otherwise, that's embarrassing. So <laughs> <laughs> My like new job is caught very 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 different field to that. Oh, okay. um, so I'm <laughs> hoping understand. that I remember what TMJ stands for. <laughs> um, if not, that's embarrassing. <laughs> um, so. Just the jaw, basically. Yeah, just yeah. the jaw. Reassigned the jaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, started back in 2021 doing my capstone subject. And I was really a dis- kind of, you know, working as a design engineer, mm-hmm. um, mechanical based. And was then, that, sorry, was that an
0: internship or was the capstone like an opportunity in industry?
1: Yeah, it was a capstone in uh, industry, okay. which was good. Yeah. Um, and then after I finished, they called me back up in March. I think March? Yeah, about March. Mm-hmm. Um, so to for a job interview. And um, during the job interview, they said, this is going to be kind of like a 50-50% job where you do 50% quality in reg and 50% design engineering. And then I was like, I don't really want to do quality in reg. That doesn't sound like me. Mm-hmm. I want to do design engineering. Yeah. And then they were like, no, I think you'd be good at quality and reg. <laughs> and then I said, okay, I'll give it a go. Um, and I think I did a total of about one day of design and engineering. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I just really kind of found my niche and fell into quality
0: and reg, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, why, why do you enjoy that? Because now you're oh, still working quality yeah.
1: Uh No longer reg, just quality. Oh, quality. Yeah. Um, great question. A lot of people are confused why I, you would like such a thing? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think it's. I really enjoy quality because it gives you kind of a holistic overview of the company. Um, you kind of have your like foot in every part of the company. Quality like encapsulates all the whole company. I think I've said company about five times <laughs> in that last <laughs> sentence, um, but you. You're like part of management, you're part of operations, you're part of engineering, you're part of production, you're part of everything. you just know what's
0: going on. You know what's going
1: going on. Um, And being kind of like an extrovert and a social person, I do enjoy that. I like talking to a lot of different people, so I I do enjoy it. Um, I think it's also a very logical job. Um, which so is engineering, but it's kind of a different sort of logical, mm-hmm. which um, I enjoy. I really enjoy okay. it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but I know it's not for everyone because, mm. like, some of it is really nitpicking documentation, which isn't everyone's yeah. <laughs> um, cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. Did
0: your passion – did you do the management and regulation subject – when you were in your Masters? No, that wasn't there when was I was thing. there. Oh, yeah. okay, right. So I did it last year. Yeah. I think I did it the same time I met you. And that was really yeah. interesting. But I don't know, I didn't find the content too... <laughs> Stimulating. Really ...interesting. Yeah, like yeah. reading standards and, and what Yeah. It not for me, but... I it's also don't think it would though. be interesting as a subject. <laughs> 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 um, I <teach> our standards <laughs> work. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't think it would be that interesting as a standard, but in application I do find it interesting. I did learn about it. Um, I did a subject called clinical trials and regulations. Okay,
0: that might be the old version of it.
1: Yeah. Mm. They kind of mixed um, statistics and maths with, like it was half statistics and maths, and then they talked about... Uh, the TGA and like FDA oh, and okay. regulations, yeah. and then um, also different standards. Mm-hmm. And then one—I think, I think there was only one lecture on quality management systems from memory. Yeah. Um, but it's like each. It is kind of like what it is. Each um at university is somewhat difficult to kind of teach you like the holistic view because biomedical engineering is absolutely massive. Like there's so many different companies doing Mm. so many different things that to teach you about a quality management system for every single company or like a generic kind of overview would Mm. be very like high level. Um, It's not really until you're within the company when you're, like, writing the procedures and policies and processes, that it does become interesting, I don't think. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, who likes writing standards? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, talking about that, though, I think um, I think one thing that is... Uh, like, one thing from that I've kind of learned from my story is that... Um, you don't really know exactly what your passion is until you actually try it in real life, Mm -hmm. um, until you get out into industry. So I'm going to ask a difficult
0: question to you. Okay. Do you think you've found what you want to do? Absolutely not, no. No. Well, okay, here's the thing. I don't like coding. I hate it. But I know that I'm interested in the biomaterials side, the tissue engineering side, the stem cell side, even image processing. Yeah. So just to backtrack a bit, so the Capstone Project might be listeners who don't know what Capstone is, it's like a final year engineering project that master's students do. Um, and my one is we're making like a 3D facial scanner. Mm. Um, so that heavily involves like image processing. So I'm taking medical imaging s- this semester, the subjects yeah. which will hopefully help and <laughs> a bit of programming as well. Um, but the more I read into it, because it's a lot of just research at the moment, the more in, like invested I'm getting, because there's a lot of gold standard models out there that, like, they're expensive, they're, um, like, they're big, they're, um, what's the word? A lot of radiation and things like that. So we're just trying to make a more, I guess, like, portable model, cheaper, smaller. But, Hmm. back to my point, um, what was the question? Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. No, no. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm taking the year off next year. Hopefully, that gives me a bit more time to think about it. Yeah. But, I just want to get my foot into in the door, like somewhere, yeah. um, and hopefully they'll allow me to choose my path. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, as of right now, I don't really know. Yeah, it's so difficult. Mm. It's so 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 difficult. It's kind of like, um,
1: basically, also choosing what you want to do out of high school. It's kind of a similar experience. Mm, yeah, I, I'm so grateful that Melbourne University, shout out Melbourne Uni, um, <laughs> has their Melbourne Model experience. Mm-hmm. Because if I I had no idea what I wanted to do when I was eighteen. Yeah. Oh. It's so it's so challenging and it is very similar when you finish university as well. It is that um it's that like finishing of a big chapter of your life, going out into the big world and being like, Wow, what do I do? Mm. <laughs> like it is incredibly intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. Did
0: you know you wanted to be working in quality after you finished uni? No, not at all. Did you not work, at, what at did all. What did you want to do after you finished um,
1: uni? I did want to go do design engineering, okay. predominantly mechanical. Yep. Um, yeah, quality just kind of like st- snuck around. Mm. Yeah. Right? Just okay.
0: Yeah. 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 Which is. I so now you're a quality assurance lead? I am. What's the role? At yes. Neurobionica. Yes. Well, let's break that down. What, what kind of company is Neobionica?
1: Um, Neobionica is a new company. It's a very, like, it's just, it sounds cringe, but it's a very cool company as well. <laughs> um, so it's a joint venture between Melbourne University and the Bionics Institute. Um, it's a service provider for the design and development of bioelectrical and neurotechnology medical devices. Um, so, think of things like the cochlear implant, um, like deep brain simulation, that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, cannot go into the projects mm-hmm. that we're doing okay. because it's the customer's <laughs> property. Yeah. Um, but they are really cool projects and it's such an exciting experience, like exciting field to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, so New Barnacle was created with uh, really the um, motivation of bringing product to market. Um, Melbourne, Australia in general, and especially Melbourne, is so, 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 so good at research and um, we, I think Australia is, no, I know Australia is in the top 20 countries in the world for research. Um, but to, to bring product to market, we're a lot lower. Um, and we're in this round about the 60s. So okay. there's this huge gap. Um, is and that due to
0: like resources or are we just like... Yeah,
1: re- due to resources. So a lot of companies that, that are started in Melbourne have to go overseas mm-hmm. to be able to manufacture different prototypes um, and to get the supply chain from overseas. Yeah. Um, and Neobarnica has kind of world-class facilities um, where in St Vincent's, so we have access to all different kind of researchers um, we're on the same floor as like world-leading researchers and we've also got world class uh, clean rooms that are capable of um, world class clean rooms with production team that can make the smallest little electrodes. Yeah, well, wow. like it's very impressive. Um, so we really want to build kind of a local ecosystem in Australia where we can do commercialization of product. Wow. Yeah. yeah
0: right. And what's your specific role in all this?
1: Um, So, it's a new company. So, they, we are like, um, when I first started, the quality management system was just getting started. So, my role is to uh, build a quality management system, make all the documentation for the procedures, the policies, and the processes that um, is. Um, in line with iso thirteen four eight five and adherent to iso thirteen four eight five um so that's my role mm, yeah cool how's yeah. that going yeah it's good it's um it is very good but it's um in the middle of audit season at the moment and it's all going well at the moment mm-hmm. um i'm not too sure how much i can say so uh, i (laughs) may yes lead on the side of caution um but yeah everything's looking very good nice yeah yeah
0: what like skills have you um sort of taken from previous roles maybe at maxonic or even at uni Mm. and that you've been able to apply um at your role Mm. current role Good question.
1: Um, at Maxonic, I was maintaining a quality management system. So I had a good understanding mm-hmm. of kind of all of the procedures that are adherent to ISO 13485. Um, so my new role is, you know, an extension from that in the sense that now I'm implementing a quality management system rather than just maintaining one. Um, at university... Yeah. <laughs> um, I, always kind of, <laughs> I always kind of laugh, um, and this is probably a good p- moment to pause and reflect and really think about this question, mm-hmm. um, and it may take longer than this podcast, <laughs> because um, I always kind of do laugh at the fact that I did do an engineering degree, a Masters of Engineering I'm not really an engineer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, just kind of wanted that hexed um, and left engineering altogether. The piece of paper at the end. And yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted something to put on the fridge. <laughs> um, actually, no, I I do know what my engineering degree did um, because my job is like I deal with engineers all the time. they you know, like the stuff that these engineers are doing is like very, very high tech. Mm. So I do get to understand. Like I get, I can communicate with the engineers and understand what they're talking about. Like I'm not going to understand all the nitty gritty. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to understand everything that they say. But if they kind of break it down, then I do understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Good. I see. Where is your graduate certificate living at the moment? On the fridge? Great question. On the wall. I have no idea. <laughs> 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 um,
1: I think at my parents' house. Okay. Maybe.
0: Somewhere secure. You um, get lost. I think you... Yeah.
1: Mm. Hopefully. <laughs> no, I haven't seen my graduation certificate for a very long time. Um.
0: Yeah, I hope it's yeah, safe. Okay. <laughs> I hope it's doing well. I hope it's doing well. Right yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. yeah. Um. I do have a question for you. Yes. Um I've just spoken a lot about ISO 13485. Mm-hmm. Um do you know what a, do you know what it is? Cuz I'm guessing a lot of people doing
0: I feel like I learned this. Is it the standard regarding quality management? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's um so there's many different um standards for quality management system. The kind of overarching one is ISO 9001, yep. but then ISO 13485 is the quality management system um, specific for medical devices. So it takes into consideration uh, regulatory and customer needs to make sure that the medical device is um, safe for use. Mm-hmm. Um, it really takes into consideration the end user and their safety, um, which is great we love that (laughs) um (laughs) uh, but it's um yeah so really many different medical device companies can have ISO 13485 um there's different scopes that you can take so it could be the design and development it could be production it could be Um, storage and distribution. It could be transportation or it could be other related services such as, like, sterilisation,
0: for example. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. You re-jogged my memory there. (laughs) (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong. This is a very sort of simple, I don't know, definition of it. But, Mm. I don't know, say you're inserting a medical device into someone's body, like a catheter. Yeah. It needs to be basically safe enough to put into the body. It needs to be... um, I don't know, like sterilized or gone through all the sort of... There's, there's a better way for this, all the practices to make sure that it can be biocompatible for God knows how long.
1: Yeah, so you kind of... um. You have to... With ISO 13485, you have to meet all the regulatory requirements. Mm. Um, so there's multiple different standards. So, for example, there's a steril. Oh, there's multiple, multiple, multiple different standards on sterilization. So you kind of gamma sterilisation will have its own standard, ethylene oxide will have its own standard, Um, and biocompatibility has its own standard, ISO 10993, I believe. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to flex on that. (laughs) Um, Risk management has its own standard for medical devices, ISO 14971. Um, If you don't understand that standard read ISO 24971. It's the guidelines for it. I should it get really you to much. teach the, the
0: reg subject nowadays. How much are they offering? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out. Kip <laughs> me off on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, no, i so, say, yeah, yeah. ISO f- uh, 13485 really puts an emphasis on meeting regulatory requirements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Nice. Let's talk about like career-wise stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when we first met, or the first couple of meetings, you were kind enough to like look over my resume and yep. cover letter and stuff, which is very helpful. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, that's all right. Um, do you have any tips for students or graduates applying for jobs or internships? Because I know in the biomedical field, there's mm. not too many specific Internships out there, especially in Melbourne, but there's yeah. a lot of mechanical or electrical ones. Yeah, which both basically are a part of bio. Mean it's just, mm-hmm. I guess, it's more specific towards those fields. But yeah, yeah, do you have any tips for people trying to apply for jobs?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think one tip
0: that I'll give straight away is don't be afraid to
1: reach out to people. Um, like many people have asked me on LinkedIn for a coffee, and like I always say yes. Mm-hmm. Unless there's quite a few listeners listening to this right now, and I'm also buying. (laughs) I just get a free coffee every day. (laughs) But no, like, it's good to reach out to people um, in industry and meet them um, because you never know if there's a job available there um, or what advice they can give you. um, With CVs, I think it's incredibly important to tailor your CV to the job, Uh um, which is very generic advice, but not many people do it. Mm. Um, At my old job, I was kind of the person who did the filtering of CVs for internships, and it's a medical device company. The amount of people who didn't put on that cover letter that they're interested in medical devices Mm -hmm. was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, if you, you just press control F and you put typed in medical... And it's not there, just scrap it. you not gone You're gone. Um, yeah, so it's, there's no point. Like, there's a there's tip an, for people
0: applying it. And like, and so you can include medical devices in your CV. Include it. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if
1: you're interested in cranes. Write <laughs> about medical devices. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so if you do tailored um, CV and cover letters for the company, it does make the world of difference. Um, I think also, this is also generic, but it's actually very helpful. Um, Learn your strengths. Learn what your strengths are and have examples for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And make them your actual strengths. Like, it's very easy to kind of say very generic things. Um, And obviously, like, at the end of the day, your strengths are probably going to be, like, somewhat generic, um, but if you, if they, they should be your actual strengths.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. I see. That's interesting. What about like your weaknesses? weaknesses? You should learn them as well um, or try to improve them.
1: Great question. Um, oh, yeah, it's kind of a funny question. Helpful. Like, you know, you see all those kind of TikToks or whatever. We, oh, maybe not even TikToks. Doing it, but kind of where it's like my str- my weakness is that I'm too caring. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just swear my mind went for a second. Um, but no, I think
0: it's like nice guys finished last. Like yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so important. <laughs>
1: um no, I think I think you can I don't know how to answer this. Um I stumped him. I think you should know your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should dwell on them. Mm-hmm. Um
0: I think Maybe just be aware.
1: Yeah, be aware of them. Um I in all honesty, I'm trying to think back of like all my job interviews. I don't think I'm asked about my weaknesses right, that often. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I am. Um Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't focus too much on your weaknesses. Always think positively. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How did you figure out your strengths?
1: Um, Oh, it took a while. Yeah. It took a long while. Like when I was
0: first interviewing at different
1: companies, I did have, you know, the more generic ones um, being like time management and Mm. organisation, which like uh, they are strengths, but I think... um, They're my weaknesses. (laughs) 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 But I think... um, Hope no employees. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you. How I learn about my strengths is just over time mm. and people reconfirming them um, that they are my strengths.
0: Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Have you been able to like use that to your advantage? Like you know you're good at something?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Just, you know, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Give me that um, or something. Definitely. My. I get. Um, And my current job, Neobarnica, and my future job as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Um, At, yeah, Neobarnica, we all kind of... The CEO, Lube Glabat, is very much into mentoring and continual improvement of his staff. He Mm -hmm. invests so much time into all of us. um, And I get my development... Um, development plan and my mentoring from my manager Jason Lemaire mm-hmm. um, and so
0: what was the question? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> just having <happy> you <laughs> use your strengths oh. to your advantage?
1: Oh yeah so uh, much of those development plans we do talk about my strengths um, give examples of them and then also think of examples where I could have approached a situation in a different way if I used my strengths. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And then um, also then deciding on what strengths I need to build. So I guess I was, it's not really your weaknesses in a sense. Um, it's the p- possible opportunities for improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. 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 No one's Positive. Weak. Everyone's perfect. Positive <laughs> only. <laughs> trying to get better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you mentioned the future. Yeah. Do you have any, like, specific roles in mind do you want to get into? Like, what's what's the next few years looking like for you? Yeah. Well, that's a tough question. I mean, yeah. No one knows what the next few years look like, but...
1: Um, in the next couple of years, like, my f- first company, as I mentioned, was at Maxonic, which mm. the scope of the ISO certificate was design and development, um... My strengths really are more in the design and development part of quality management. I really need to learn more about production and the that side of the quality management system. Um, so in the next couple of years, I really want to focus my attention on that, learn about it, get better at it. So then I have a more holistic overview of quality managements. Um I would love to be a quality manager at a company. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, near Barnica. <laughs> give me a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so I think that's kind of like, that is my future. Yeah. Like, that is my
0: career goal to be a quality manager. Good. Yeah. Nice well, yeah. you've got that sort of set in your head. Do you have any what yeah. about, like do you have any, like goals like not to do with jobs, like just life, like outside work.
1: No, I only work. That's my whole <laughs> life. Um,
0: uh, g- wow, I really
1: need to do a development plan on my on your personal life. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, oh, we can do it now. We can do. Let's get the pen it? and paper. you a therapist. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> not really. Hmm. I think um. I think like a goal for it. I don't know if I want to describe it as a goal. Um, I'm going traveling again, which is exciting. Okay. Um, Going to Europe. Yeah. That's huge. Whereabouts? In September, Mm -hmm. um, which is going to be very exciting. I haven't traveled since COVID, so I'm really looking forward to it. Good. Whereabouts
0: are you going in Europe?
1: Uh, flying into Portugal, then yeah. going to Germany, Amsterdam, and then the UK. Awesome. Which will be good.
0: Perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. still warm by then. I yeah, think. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah autumn, I'm Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, just out of summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shocking. Yeah. I think yeah, one of the
1: most difficult thing. parts of starting a new job, like I've only just started at Neobanica mm. last
0: June, um, is you just don't have mm. the annual yeah. leave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I heard. I heard. If you take leave early, you kind of get looked down. Is that is that a thing?
1: Um, because
0: you've just started, like you. No. Uh,
1: I think maybe in like a few toxic workplaces, mm. perhaps. Okay. Uh, or, or maybe if you decided to do like a um month long holiday, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. When so you, yeah. <laughs> you just started, but mm. I think I think you should be allowed to take leave when you first start. Um, I know my company and um, look down at it at all. Yep. Like, they're very, very open with... That's um good. yeah, Yeah, it's a great place to work. Yeah. Shout out Nia Barnaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, right. How long is that trip going to be? It's for a month, which okay, is good. good. Um Yeah, I just don't have to leave to take it any mm. earlier. So I have to go um, in that autumn period rather than the summer period. Yeah. But it's probably good for my skin anyway. <laughs> um, otherwise... <laughs> May get a bit too burnt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Where, where, where'd you go on your last trip?
1: Um, the last trip that I went on was to Nepal. It was with yeah, okay. Engineers Without Borders. Um, were you where, part
0: of that when you were at uni? Uh,
1: I wasn't part of the society at Melbourne University. I was okay. part of, um, it was it was separate. I think it was. Was a while ago, so I may mm. be getting this wrong. Okay. Do not,
0: um, do not take this book as gospel. <laughs> um, so the president of EWB at e- Melbourne listened to this podcast, so oh, just be okay. careful with. Your <laughs> <soundtrack>. <laughs> <laughs> She's cool. <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so I think they've got an EWB Australia where you can yep. do that um, humanitarian design summit, where you can go to different countries. Um, I obviously went to Nepal, but I think you can go to like Timor-Leste, um, I don't know the other countries <laughs> from memory, um, but yeah, you spend two weeks there, you, the first week you learn about kind of uh, what humanitarian engineering is, and then the second week you live in a community, um, listen to their needs, and come up with a solution to meet their needs right okay so yeah. it'd
0: be a great experience Yeah, interact with the people yeah a great uh, experience yeah. and so did you guys manage to come up with something to help out up there um
1: sure is <laughs> <laughs> that an ongoing thing uh yeah I think it's like it is it's still building I don't know if they're yeah. building it <laughs> um, Yeah, it's difficult being there for just like one week yeah. coming up with yeah, um, yeah. a solution. Need a bit longer. Um, yeah, you definitely need a lot longer. Mm-hmm. You need a lot longer in that product realisation phase. Mm-hmm. Um, you, yeah, it's difficult. It's like to like doing a
0: capstone project in one week. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's, um, you just kind of, you don't implement it. You mm-hmm. just come up with a possible solution. So it's yeah. Mm. But yeah, it is intense. Yeah. Um, it is intense. But it's it's really
0: rewarding. It um, sounds like it, yeah. yeah. Humanitarian yeah. engineering is something I haven't heard of. Yeah. Before. Do you remember what exactly Oh okay. Where? Um, <laughs> back <laughs> <laughs> Going back in time. I'm very intrigued by this. Like um now I want to go on this this trip yeah. that still offering. Yeah. Yeah, definitely
1: look into it. Um it's humanitarian engineering is really grassroots engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of a lot of people. Um, a lot of engineering companies may come in from the top down and find a solution, or not even like find a solution. Just kind of have this have this um, product that they try and implement onto people. Rather than listening to people and then growing uh, yeah. the product up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really humanitarian engineering is really understanding people's needs, um, understanding what would work. Um, like, for example, if you went to a community and you decided that they needed a water fountain or something like that, um, you would listen to the fact that they need to, like, hike up a mountain to get the water. So instead of, like, putting it at the top of the mountain, you may put it, like, centrally. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're understanding all the needs. Yeah. Okay. Um, Understand. Like, it's very much um usability engineering as well. Yeah. That's another word for it. Okay. Um, Which is becoming a much bigger discipline, especially in the medical device world as well.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've had... That's something I kind of want to do because I, one of my, because I'm Vietnamese and one yeah. of my goals is to um, go there and help out with uh, whatever. Like I, that, that was a very broad sort of motivation. But so I did a bit of traveling myself and mm. apologies to my friends who have heard this a million times. Yeah. I went to <laughs> Vietnam and Bali last December and it was amazing. Like I hadn't been to either country before. Yeah, And in Vietnam, there's, there's still a lot of poverty going on and there's this particular museum have you been to Vietnam um when I was younger okay I went to Hoi An oh that's a lovely little town yeah 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 in um Hanoi no in Ho Chi Minh yeah they have this war remnant museum which basically it's like a neutral perspective of the repercussions and consequences of the Vietnam War and we went to a lot of I went with a friend and we went to a lot of museums but that was probably the most like Emotional sort of museum I've ever been in. Yeah. Emotional I've been in in a museum, sorry. Just because a lot of the stories and the pictures were just real grim scenes. Like soldiers being instructed to like murder families. Yeah. To listeners. And just like uh, pictures of, you know, like people being like, yeah. Like me and my mate almost walked out like it was... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, But there was this um toxin that the army used to um kill off the nature to allow easy traversion traversion, I don't know if that's a word. Through the jungle. And a lot of um Vietnamese people got exposed to this toxin and as a result they developed like abnormalities. Mm. Um and then their children would also be born like deformed as well. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, I mean, you can use engineering to build with prostheses and and whatnot for these people. And do you know Peter Lee?
1: Yes, I do. Yeah, so he's actually actually
0: my capstone supervisor. I haven't met him yet. But I remember he gave a guest lecture a few years ago in my biomechanics subject, and he went over to Vietnam. Yeah, he did. And made, like, on the spot, like, prostheses, like, leg prostheses for people, which I found so cool. Yeah. So... I kind of want to do something similar yeah. in the future if I get the opportunity to. I have to speak to him about that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um is yeah,
1: a great guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's very passionate. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But um yeah, that's interesting. So Ed, when does that Nepal trip run? Yeah. Do you remember?
1: Um, another great question. <laughs> um, I don't want to go. I'm just I'm learning this to myself.
0: I think it's definitely,
1: it's in university holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think they do a winter trip and then also a summer trip. I think I went January right. from memory. Okay. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So I'm just trying to make the most of the uni holidays. While I'm yeah. yeah, definitely do. It's like definitely. next year, I want to take like a gap year. Like work for a bit, not full time, but go mm-hmm. to Europe as well. Yeah, like do that. You know, hobby have that experience. Things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over yeah. The middle months, but um, I want to go to Nepal now. Yeah, Just
1: do it. Yeah, do it. It's very, it's a really cool country. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's good for hiking and everything. True, could yeah. say that it's my hobby. <laughs> <laughs> do you go hiking much here? Or? Um, a little bit. I go yeah. with my dad, um, and my sister, Love which it. I do like one trip a year. <laughs> um, which is good. It's an annual thing. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Recurring. Yeah, yeah. so that's all you need to do yeah. just once a year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that counts as a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Do you go hiking much?
0: No, not really. <laughs> no, I just straight up don't go hiking yeah. like, high school camps. I don't know what your camps were like, but every second year they seem to put us on like this all hiking camp for about five days yeah shocking like you'd hike up mountains <laughs> with a big rucksack and you've got like your cooking utens like your transient and all your food and your tents and yeah and all that and i was like oh i don't want to do this. <laughs> <thing with> <laughs> <snacks."> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean maybe under less extreme circumstances sure yeah like, no the, it's I'm a lot better since
1: here. high school it mm-hmm. is a lot better yeah. um you know, you all those hormones are gone. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, they're not peaking as much as yeah. they yeah. once were. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it is, yeah, would recommend to mm. give it a go. Mm. And Nepal's a great place to start. Yeah. What's the matter? Oh, maybe yeah. actually don't start there. Maybe do some preparation. Mm. Um, Dandy
0: um, long Ranges, yeah. Thousand steps.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. go up and there. <laughs> yeah. 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 There
0: was this one in Bali where you had to get up at about 5am to reach the summit at sunrise. Oh, no, yes, yeah. Like the but volcano yeah well oh, I never I didn't actually do it I yeah. just saw heaps of TikToks <laughs> while I was there yeah. <laughs> and I'd lie, lie in bed a bit or wake up at 10 o'clock that morning be like oh I could have been up there but I'm not <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah exactly yeah well we might wrap things up cool. but thank th- you thank you so much for taking the time out of your the weekend so today's a Saturday Come it's coming to Very it's good. The last place I want to be on a Saturday.
1: <laughs> no, it's good to be back at Melbourne Uni. I haven't been back in a little bit a of feel. time. Um, felt the same. Like it's crazy. Um, oh, it's not too busy today. It's yeah. Just, it's the weekend. Yeah. No, it was good to see it again. Mm. Good to see. Do you it study
0: again. in Belview much?
1: Uh, not really. Right. What no. did you study? I was more in engineering Eng? or the um. The architecture building. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, nice I area. liked the um, standing room coffee. Oh,
0: yeah. I yeah.
1: That out. yeah. yeah. I was mm. kind of disappointed they were closed today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. But well, I still go to Melbourne Connect to get a free coffee up there. I <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't say that. I <laughs> 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 no, you have to buy a coffee to Melbourne Connect. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, free. thank you again. My pleasure. And hopefully people get a bit out of this in regards to their career and hopefully you know, people like, join like, quality uh, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> is there a, a big opportunity for quality yes uh, students wanting to yes. dance that kind of role yeah. yes
1: definitely mm-hmm. um, definitely
0: yeah definitely well to anyone taking management and regulations right now there's <laughs> there's a potential <laughs> career for you yeah cool. Right. cool
1: well thanks Ed thank you
0: thanks for listening to another episode of the Mingle with Mubes podcast If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a like, a follow, a rating, a review, or all of the above. Get into contact with Mubes or myself via the addresses in the show notes to leave any questions, feedback, suggested guests, or to get yourself onto the podcast. Until next time, take care.